from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, September 7th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Health officials over the weekend launched a new messaging campaign in the fight against COVID-19. Dr. Stephen Markovich, CEO of Ohio Health in Columbus, features in the ad targeted at young adults. It asks them to wear masks as they celebrate the Labor Day holiday. I have a very important message for younger adults. You can carry COVID-19 without even knowing it and then infect others who aren't as healthy as you. Governor Mike DeWine issued a similar plea last week, given the recent spike in cases in people between the ages of 18 and 29. That group makes up nearly half of all the COVID cases in Ohio as of today. Officials in Northeast Ohio are now offering a sizable reward for information that leads to the suspect or suspects that killed a Cleveland police officer and his informant last Thursday. More from Angela Ann. Crime Stoppers of Cuyahoga County is now offering $35,000 in a reward for information on the murder of police detective James Skrinovitz. His funeral is later this week. Now, authorities say he was working undercover and talking to his informant in his car when the two were ambushed last Last week, police say three people of interest have been identified but not charged. I'm Angela Ann. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose appeared on Meet the Press yesterday to discuss the safety of this year's election process. More from Brittany Bailey. Voters can track their ballots online. Ballots will be mailed to those who have requested them starting October 6th. And officials advise that once you do get that ballot, send it in early. They must be postmarked by the day before the election. And if that happens, they can still be counted up until 10 days after the election. And with a surge in absentee voting this year on election night, there still may be thousands of outstanding ballots. We're making it clear that uh, the numbers that you hear on election night are never the final result, and that's going to be even more so the case this year. I'm Brittany Bailey. Officials in Ohio and other U.S. states say some drivers took advantage of empty roads due to the pandemic by pushing well past the speed limit. ONN's Eric Brown has more. The Ohio State Highway Patrol says troopers have issued 2,200 tickets since April to motorists for driving more than 100 miles an hour, a 61% increase over the same time period a year ago. The highest ticketed speed was 147 miles an hour in the Cincinnati area. July was also Ohio's worst month for fatal crashes since 2007. California, Iowa, and Utah are among several states reporting similar year-over-year increases in high speeds. Eric Brown, ONN News. We may only be weeks away from a second wave of the coronavirus. Brittany Bailey explains. Infectious disease experts are warning of a cold weather surge. And this all comes as the death toll here in the U.S. approaches 190,000. New cases are still rising in at least 27 states. And experts say we should expect COVID-19 to stick around through next year. Just 21% of voters across the U.S. say they would get a vaccine as soon as possible. More than half would wait to see what happens, and another 21% say they would never get a vaccine. I'm Brittany Bailey. Governor Mike DeWine has delayed three death row inmates' 2021 executions as the state's unofficial death penalty moratorium continues. The announcement comes as Ohio struggles to find an adequate supply of drugs for lethal injection. The Republican governor's warrants of reprieve were issued Friday for condemned prisoners Melvin Bonnell, Cleveland Jackson, and James O'Neill. Bonnell's execution was moved from March of next year to October 2023. Jackson's execution was moved from January of next year to June. 2023, and O'Neill's was moved from February 2021 to August of 2023. 
Contractors for the U.S. Department of Energy are facing a lawsuit filed on behalf of former nuclear employees in southern Ohio. Those employees claim the contractor's actions released radioactive isotopes from the former Portsmouth Gaseous Diffusion Plant in Pike County, leading to injuries and disease. The discovery of radioactivity led to officials shutting down Zahn's Corner Middle School in that community last year. The Department of Energy isn't commenting on the allegations. And the Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals will be allowed to have up to 6,000 fans at two home games this season. Governor Mike DeWine announced on Saturday the teams have been granted a variance for a two-game trial on a state requirement limiting people at outdoor gatherings. The variance allows for no more than 1,500 fans in each side of the stadium. Fans will be required to wear masks throughout the games. Cleveland will be permitted to have fans for its opener Thursday, September 17th against Cincinnati and on September 27th against Washington. The Bengals' home dates are October 4th against Jacksonville and October 25th against the Browns. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to this newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.